All right, y'all, welcome back to Condola's Corner. This is the show where we discuss Condola and her good or maybe bad decisions. What makes a flower a funeral flower versus a fun flower? I'm mainly asking for the price difference. I just want to surround myself with things that make me happy. Everybody, Issa, Issa, everybody. Hey. Okay, they're tired. I want to be honest about how I felt. So what's the deal? No, y'all, this is oh so insecure. Um, for those of you paying attention at home, uh, this is episode five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> this is Loki moving on. Low-key tripping, low-key done, low-key happy, low-key trying, and low-key lost. This is the season four wrap-up. I'm going to start off uh, by saying, I don't know what the fuck it is about me and this show, but for some reason, I cannot finish the series live. I always fall off at the halfway point. I don't know what the fuck it is. Life gets in the way, starts knocking me around, and I, I be playing catch-up. I don't know. Um, but deal with it. God damn it. Y'all here for, for a reason. All right, y'all. So I am your host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Blurred, of course. And I have with me today a voice that you all should be familiar with. I am not going to introduce this man. He can say whatever he wants. You should know who this is. Hi, everybody. It's me, Cole Jackson. I am so happy that, that, that Rain decided to ask me to join him in... <laughs> Going over these last five episodes, hell, going over the whole season, I'm, I'm surprised. And no, before you say it, I wore a condom. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I wore yes, a condom. Okay, yes. this is so the condom episode. No, uh, so, uh, when you're listening to this episode, use that hashtag OS Insecure. Uh, when season five ultimately comes back, use that to live tweet because apparently I can't keep up with live. It's a I don't know. Uh so season overall, before getting into any specifics, how do you feel? Are you satisfied with the full season? When you got to the last scene of the last episode, were you good? Um, I I would have to say yes. And I I, I enjoyed this season. I, I one thing that I, I didn't I think I, I had a problem with the episodes. I feel like they had one too many episodes this this, okay. this season. Um, mm-hmm. They extended it out to ten. I think they normally have eight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we got we got ten episodes this this year. Um, it was a it was like maybe one, two episodes I could have did without. But oh, yeah? some yeah. of the stuff that was connected to other episodes, they left some good pieces in some of the episodes where. Um, it connected everything and it flowed well. So, mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed it. I think a lot of people didn't like the ending, but let me just say this, um, mm-hmm. before we start deep diving in it. Yeah. I don't think that we've had a good ending through this whole series. Oh yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. Um, you hmm. know, it was one season that ended with, where, where, um, one scene, the season that ended with, with Lawrence leaving the Best Buy shirt and he broke up. That was mm-hmm. a bad ending. We had another ending where uh, Issa and Daniel 
were living together, she goes and she was staying with him and, and nobody wanted that because that relationship was not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the other se- I was trying to look up the season Three. endings. Yeah, I was trying to I can't remember the last one. Um, but we haven't really gotten what we wanted in, in any of the season endings. And the thing I like about Insecure 2 is it's not really a cliffhanger. It's just like that's how life is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Agree. Um, a lot of people was not satisfied with the with the with the the end of the season, but we're gonna probably dive into that, and I, I'm gonna yeah. most definitely tell you why you're wrong. Not yeah. you, not you, but some tell of the him. listeners. No, tell them. Some of the tell listeners him. are like, some of the listeners are like, ah, with this is not the ending I wanted. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. So tell you why you're wrong. Tell them what they want to hear. What about you? Uh, yeah, I liked it. I really enjoyed the ending. Like, I didn't. I didn't like what happened, but like much like you, I feel like this is natural. This is what happens in life. These are real life situations that you know has maybe happened to you. You know somebody has happened to, or you've seen it enough in life or on TV to be like, oh, you know, shit happens. Um, Wait, before I enjoyed it, a lot of times I, I judge the season finale of uh, what if this show never gets renewed. And though that cliffhanger was one that got the people talking, I feel like if she never came back for a season five, that was still a good place to leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt like that was a damn good place. To, like I feel like the, that final scene mm-hmm. felt like a movie. It felt like the end of a movie. And I felt like, okay, if she don't come back for a season five, that was perfect. So No. Because I have it's one one issue that I have mm-hmm. um, that really it, it is messing me up. Okay, where's Latoya? Where's well, Latoya? Okay. Where's now Latoya? God damn it! Where I'm is sorry. Latoya? For me, that's a whole nother show. I'm sorry, that's separate. I can't even. say I'm with you on that. Where's Latoya? Y'all, yeah. you mean to tell me that we never found Latoya? Where now? I tweeted. I tweeted you earlier today yeah. too. Oh, with the podcast. Yeah. I don't know if you. Yeah. Man, that podcast is so funny. Now, I haven't listened yet. Please do. Um, it is hilarious. But I love, and I hope that this was intentional, but I love that we have Looking for Latoya. Though it was played for jokes, and there were jokes that everybody could understand, on paper, this is a serious issue. You have a show about a black girl that's gone missing. We already know how... Law enforcement treats black folks, how the world at large treats black folks, how black women specifically are treated. And the fact that they made this into a podcast and something separate. When I looked at the um, the the website, which is lookingforlatoya.com, it pulls up the HBO page with the podcast episodes. But at the bottom, it has the, um, and gosh, look it up now. It has the it's a, it's website a... for missing girls, yeah. missing so, though this is played for laughs, I think that was a very smart way to keep us engaged. Because, hell, we talking. Where is LaToya? Everybody looking for LaToya. But not only that, the laughs are only going to go so far when somebody's going to accidentally stumble upon this real website. Right. So, I did like I did like that. I did like that, that aspect of it. And I like that, though I'm upset that we never found her. Because it parallels so much real life stuff, I'm happy that they didn't and that they extended that property past the Insecure series. Mm-hmm. 
where now it's his own separate thing. Yeah, you got the big names. You got the LaVita, Alizé Jenkins. You got SZA uh, playing uh, LaToya. You got um, Ray J. Was like, you got these names and these faces that are automatically going to have you paying attention. But this is a real, this is a real issue. This is a real thing. So, um, and again, I, I, I would imagine that was intentional. Because again, they have the uh, Black and Missing Foundation mm-hmm. links at the bottom. Yeah, but I I love it. And they and they most definitely they they most definitely would uh on the podcast they do say the same thing at the end of the podcast they talk about how oh. serious this is and they also give you a link or they tell you what website to go to for uh, that same foundation. So um, yeah, you know. But yeah, where's Latoya? I'm still I'm where's Latoya? Because <laughs> ain't nobody I'm, said. I think her mama did it. Oh, okay. I'm put one one point down for the mama. Oh, Cole, Cole was uh, Cole yeah. was her dad. Okay, I didn't know he was her dad, but I'm I'm looking at it now. You got Cole as, yeah, Brian, Glenda is Candy. Is that her mama? I think so. Rufus, her ex, Ray J, Portia, I think was her best friend, and then Rose, who was played by mm-hmm. Lavita Alize Jenkins. Man, this what? this is good. You want to know what's funny? That. The podcast tells you how. Uh, what's her name? What's her name uh, on the on the looking for Latoya? Her name is something. What is her name? Tasha Rose, uh, Glenda. Uh, this some of the names that got listed. Let me see. Well, Lavita Alizé Jenkins. Alizé oh, Jenkins, Rose. Rose. They um. They 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 talk about like how. They talk about how. She got started on this hunt for Latoya, and it is the funniest origin story okay. ever. It is hilarious. So, yeah, uh, man, when y'all get an opportunity, man, check out Looking for Latoya podcast. It is, it is yeah. funny. They've only got one episode up. It's okay. Well, I'll definitely leave that link in the show notes, which is lookingforlatoya.com, of course. But um, that will be in the show notes as well, y'all. So click there. Uh, speaking of, let these people know where they can find you and follow you oh, and live tweet with you. Good God, I'm sorry, uh, guys. If you want to catch me on the social medias, it is at Cole Jackson One Two on Twitter, which I'm tweeting a lot more. And if you want to see what I look like, you get on IG uh, at Cole Jackson Underscore BYK. <laughs> yes, yes, y'all, and that will be in the show notes as well. And of course, me, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd everywhere else. Um, so yeah, make sure to check check those out. Uh, follow us and live tweet this episode. Let us know what you're feeling like. Huh? Okay. So Latoya, looking for her. I'm gonna definitely check out that podcast. Now, Insecure, season four. It feels like we have been watching this show for like eight years. Mm. Um, I mean, I get why. I come from YouTube with Awkward Black Girl and a lot of other black indie creators. So I've, mm-hmm. I, a lot of a lot of the things that people may have issue with with Insecure don't phase me because I'm just used to Issa's comedy style. I'm used to her writing style. I'm used to her acting. Yeah. Um, where do you think we would be without this show? If this show never premiered four seasons ago, where would we be? What would even what where? What the? Uh, I don't, I don't think we would be any anything. I think this show is really important. Uh, to me, I enjoy watching Insecure because it actually, you can say what you want to, but this show really portrays a lot more real life for Black folks for me. Yeah. I, anytime a show does 
a lot of the things that they do, it portrayed like the thing uh, beginning of the season when Issa was with the fat dude, the fat TSA TSA mm-hmm. bay. Um, mm-hmm. you know, she had to get it where she had to get it. Um, yeah. a lot of the situations that happen, uh, especially in this season, happen in real life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like we experience it. I like shows that make us as black people look like this is normalized for me. Like it, it, it this is like a to me it feels um Issa Issa don't have like the greatest job in the world. Hell, Issa technically ain't got no job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they portray mm-hmm. they portray a lot of black people on here like Molly. Molly is a lawyer. Um, and she is grinding, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh Nathan. Nathan is a barber. You know what I'm saying? It's just I like the portrayal of the black people. Um, we do get some stereotypes on here, but it's not to make fun of us. It's more of just kind of showing what we are as black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, yeah. I enjoy the show, man. I've, I'm, I'm a super in. I was uh, talking to. Uh, I was tweeting the other day about the finale and uh, I was tweeting with somebody. And I just I'm really into this show like a lot. Like I am one of the people who clap or. I'm like, oh man, or you know what I'm yeah. saying? I really get into this show because I love these characters. Yeah. What about how do you feel? Man, I don't know where the fuck we would be. I feel like there would be something taking its place, but I don't know. Well, I don't know because though we got this four seasons ago, Issa Rae had been working on this show and getting it. <sighs> for lack of details, for getting it through HBO for much longer. I want to say for like two or three years before the show Mm -hmm. even aired. Mm. Um, I think we have a lot of great black creators who probably would fill the void, but not on this national stage. Um, We're in an age where when something goes viral, everybody knows about it. Something going viral, everybody knowing about it is cool, but but there's a distinct difference from me making a web series, people liking it, and then a lot of people watching it, than me making a television show on HBO and mm-hmm. having a, a much wider audience. Right. Um, so I think that we would have still been in the same space, but it would have been a bit more disjointed. Um, so I'm trying to think if there's any other shows like Insecure on now. I'm sure there may be something, but I can't recall anything. At- Atlanta's one of those shows, but even though but we even don't, with that, we don't even get to see it like for five yeah. years at a time. Like when they were coming on in tandem, and you, ha- I feel like when the Atlanta and Insecure was coming on together, that was like the living single in Martin, mm-hmm. and we don't have that, and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing because we know that um, uh, Childish Gambino. Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, shit, his name escapes <laughs> me. He's working on shit. We know Issa working his own shit. We know Corona happened. You know, it's just a lot of moving parts. But I think we would have probably been in the same space or some somewhere similar. But this is, well, maybe not. Because these experiences, like you said, these are black experiences. Though some of them may feel stereotypical, they're still coming from a black creator with this lived-in experience. This is not some... I don't know whose hands are in what pot, but I can say watching Insecure, it feels a lot like the Issa that we got on YouTube. Right. So I feel Just like magnified. I can halfway, 
Hmm? Just magnified. Yeah. So I feel like I can halfway confidently say that this is black experiences. This is a L.A. experience. This is a particular experience that isn't normally portrayed in this way where I can tell that the writer's room has black people, if not all black people. Yep. I can tell that the inside jokes, the cadence in which they speak, the hairstyles. I, I know that there's blackness behind this project, which makes me want to root for it even more. Regardless of how I feel about the finale, I'm still going to support this show, you know, until something, of course, problematic comes out that I just can't ignore. But all in all, this is consistently Issa. She's giving me everything that I've gotten from her before. Right. And it doesn't feel like there's a lot of hands in the pot mixing shit up, making it so far left where now we have to have a white best friend. Because even when that white girl was on last season, she felt real. Like, yeah. This is a black show, but shit, you you have white coworkers, you have different race, different ethnic ethnic, ethnic backgrounds from different coworkers and people you meet. So, all that being said, I think that we would be in a insecure adjacent space, but we wouldn't be in this exact same kind of moment. And then even look at um, the protests and stuff at large. Like we've gotten images of Nathan. Um, the actor, was, what is his name? The he, actual actor yeah. out protesting. protesting. Now, I don't know really how to link the two, but he got he got shot, he got shot with rubber bullets. Yeah, which don't make them safer because they're rubber. They can still fuck shit up. Um, but yeah, so I I, I, I think we'll be somewhere. His name is, uh, his name area, is Kendrick but, Kendrick Sampson. Huh? His name's Kendrick Sampson. Yeah, Kendrick Sampson. And he was like, I I first noticed him on. How to Get Away with Murder. I forget which season because I fell off during that season. But I first saw him there. I thought he was a good actor. Um, I seen him in a few other things, maybe a commercial or something. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I I think this show is very much a um, a cultural reset. So, Well, yeah. I think, and let me just say this too. The timing of when this... It's funny because this show came at the the season started at a time when we was quarantining and we had nothing. <laughs> we yeah. we had no we for me I was waiting on Insecure and the the Jordan documentary or the Bulls documentary. Mm-hmm. I was like cuz I was going out of my mind. And I think that the season came the the start of the season came at a perfect time. I think we this is something that we needed. I think we were way more invested into this season. Yeah. Um yeah. than we ever have. And I appreciate I appreciate um you know, I appreciate this coming out when it did because mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of Hollywood stuff got messed up because of corona and, 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 and all of this stuff. But man, this was this came right on time. This came right on time. And I was I'm so appreciative of having a show like this and and with the movement that's going on right now, uh Hopefully we can get more creatives, more shows, and we can see a lot more of our faces on TV. Yeah, that would that would be ideal. Oh, so speaking of real life experiences, um, let's touch on Molly and Andrew for a second. Mm, okay. So isolating them. So let's just say this insecure was the Molly and Andrew relationship story. How do you feel about? their 
episode one, episode ten, like where we where we went with them. Like, did you see that coming? Um, I think it was. The ride? I think it was the by the third. It's funny because Molly still Molly was like, "Yo, he got jungle fever, girl," and like, you know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do all this stuff. And then she thought she had him. And then mm-hmm. when he broke it down and was like, "Um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm dating other people," and she was like, well, "Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying." And then I think they got to a point in episode four, and I if I guys if I'm off on the numbers, I apologize. I'm I'm just trying to go off of memory. I don't really have the notes of 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 what episode what happened when. But when they got to a point early in the in the in the season where he was like, "Yo, like." I don't think this is going to everything. He was like, everything's a problem with you. Like everything, the situation with you, like, um, there were Rocky Rose then, but I have a, okay. In my notes, I I wrote down something that it's a crazy, crazy thing (laughs) that I wrote. I mean, that I'm, I was thinking, you know, me, man, from, from podcasting with me before. Um, I think that, Issa and Molly were in two spaces they had never been before. Okay. And they never, they didn't know how to handle it with each other. Like Molly had finally gotten into a a real relationship. Like through the whole show, Molly's never really been in a a, a real relationship. And Issa has. Mm -hmm. Um, She was really trying to lean on Issa for advice on how to do things. And Issa was so caught up in career shit because Issa's never really been successful in her career life. Mm-hmm. Um, so not having Issa there to lean on kind of put her in a bad space. And the crazy thing about it is, too, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but a lot of things to me that Molly was doing in that relationship, she was kind of winging it. Like she didn't. Oh, for sure. We never, yeah. we, we never see Molly talk to anybody else about her relationship stuff, but Issa. Mm-hmm. Even even when they was going through their little problems, she still was like, "Yo, girl, like I need some help." Even when it yeah. got to the towards the end of the season with um the whole situation with uh getting a headliner for the block party. Mm-hmm. She was still she was like, Oh, finally, you know what I'm saying? East yeah. East yeah. is calling me and I'm I got to I gotta let her know what's happening. Yeah. And it and it and you know, Issa cut her off and was like, Yo, I need a favor, dog. And she was like, yeah. No, I need my friend. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um I really <laughs> I really People might think I'm crazy when I say this, but I really, really wanted them to work it out and figure. I wanted Molly to be happy with Andrew because I think they their chemistry was there, but I also understood where Andrew was coming from because he kind of yeah. had enough of it. He was just like, "Yo, I gotta go. I go to everything you want me to go through. I change my plans whenever you want me to change your plans. I'm giving, mm-hmm. giving, giving, and you're not really. Every now and again, you'll be like, "Oh, okay," but like I, he, he. I've been in that situation. I'm giving yeah. more than what I'm getting back, and I, I can't do this. And then when he was like, when he was like, "What are you fighting for?" Oh yeah, <laughs> and I, I was, like, yeah, I was like, I was shit, like nigga, shit. what? I don't know. Yeah. I, I had to look at myself like, nigga, what are you fighting for? So like, yeah. So I yeah. think Molly had to go through this, and 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 the thing, the cool thing about this show is. They could possibly revisit this relationship. I kind of, I really, mm-hmm. I don't want Andrew to be gone from this show because I like him. He's cool. I mean, is he gonna be gone? Because hell, him and Nathan are still cool. They're friends. And with the ending that we got, I'm, I'm, I bet dying for a motherfucking dollar. Nathan is gonna be in season five. 
Oh yeah, most definitely. He's got to so, be. So, um, mm. but at the end of the day, I wanted them to be together, but I understood why they couldn't be together. Yeah. What about you? Mm, I, I I like them. Um, I still haven't seen the end of season three. Sue me. Um, <laughs> I, uh, sue me. Hell, I, I plead the COVID. That shit is what's, what's fucked, fucked up everything. No, but I I really liked them. Um, just off principle of them not being a black and white couple. Like you giving me a different interracial that we don't normally get. So mm-hmm. I was there from day one for that. Right. Um, I also like that their issues did not revolve around race. Now there was a race element that I felt was very um smartly done. Uh, because there's no way that you as a black person or an Asian person is going to date a black person or an Asian person, and the race not comes up. And me, it didn't come up in a way that felt intrusive or, like, fetishizing. It felt like like when her brother made the joke, um, is he crazy and rich? That was funny. Right, that we was all hilarious. got that. We understood what he's talking about. The me, jungle fever. That was funny. Um, Even with them kind of going back and forth, like, with her and his brother, to me that felt like... <sighs> If one, the race relations between Asians and blacks is not this perfect thing because there are still some very racist ideologies that Asian people hold. Right. That aside, I do like that this conversation was brought up with an Asian man and not her dating a white man. Right. Okay. Uh, you, you, I, I was going to ask that and you, you went into it. Uh, yeah, because I feel like, like if we even go so far as back as to get out, Get Out had that one Asian man on the, um, what's their names? What's the white folks' names? Uh, Armitage. Ah, yeah. At the Armitage selling of um, Homeboy. There was that one Asian guy, and that came out as a representation of how Asian people are, historically, how they treat black people. Right. Um, that being said, I never felt like Andrew was like a, he to me he never felt like a person who was like oh you're one of the good blacks to Molly, and even with his brother he never felt like that to me but he felt like a motherfucker that is privileged that has a certain um I, I felt like with Andrew and his brother you could swap them out for white people mm-hmm. and the conversation would be the same maybe a bit different but the same you could swap them out with uh with a Latin person you could swap them out. But it's very important, optics-wise, that they were Asian. Now, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm I'm talking in circles, but long story short, I like that this interracial relationship was not black and white, mm-hmm. and that the pushback that she got was from an Asian man, um, and that we were able to, within that scene in the pool, bring up shit that doesn't get talked about a lot. Now, in my circles, yeah, because I'm intersectional all day, but the world at large, hell, season one or was it two, uh, black people had to admit that we do have non-traditional relationships yeah. with Dro. I was like, oh, he cheating on his wife. Well, that very well could be it, but he also, you can't ignore the fact that black people are not always in monogamous relationships. Right. They could have had an open marriage. That was so season two, like, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay, cool. I'm, at this point, it all runs together like a movie for me. Right. Um, let me let me say something, too, which I, I, yeah. I have to applaud the show for doing. Is not making Andrew like Blasian. Like he yeah. wasn't black Asian. He was yeah. he was him. I think I think he was cool 
he was just a cool guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I just like I thought he, Andrew was like a cool dude. He was just a cool, eh, whatever, sarcastic, um, funny, mm-hmm. great personality, laid back. Yeah. Um, I I like that they didn't blackenize him, and I think mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a real word, but fuck it. You um, have a black scent. That's a real word. Right. Right. And 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 I I appreciate the show not treating us like kids or like we're stupid. And I, yeah. I appreciate him being who he is, even to the point of when they were on a vacation and he was speaking, I guess, Mandarin or Chinese. I don't know yeah. what it's called, but back and forth with his brother. And and I just loved how he was. And he was not black Asian man. He was Andrew. Yeah, because the lesser show would have had him. What's up, my man? Yo, what's good? Like. He works for Rock Nation, and he still yeah. acts yeah. like, hey, I'm an Asian dude that just works for, I just got a good, cool job. Now, part of that, I'm, I'm with you. I support everything you said 100%. I co-sign it. But I wonder how much of that was also him being someone in L.A. I say that because I know the culture of L.A. through shows like Insecure, yeah. through web series that I've watched. I've never been there in my adult life to experience the culture. So, for, your, for those of you listening, use that hashtag OS Insecure and let me know, Andrew, however cool he is, does that seem like, oh, that's just a regular L.A. nigga? Or does that feel like, yeah, he's cool, but... like No, it's I regular. Like I mean, I, never, I, didn't, I was in the Bay Area, but it's about the same thing, man. Like, yeah. everybody's cool. Like, you have some people who act out of character, but yeah. for the most part, people are people, regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, I don't know how the L.A. Really, yeah, I enjoyed him. And I, he didn't feel like a token either. I say that much. He felt like he just fit in with the space that he was in. Word. Um, but with their relationship, I I hate that it ended the way it did. Um, I hope we do revisit him. Honestly, for season five, I would love to see a Molly's greatest hits. For some <laughs> reason, be, be, maybe she have a terrible day where one episode we just focus on her going about her day and running to every single ex wow. from season one through season four. And like wow. how to deal with that. Because she's in therapy. She's the only one actively seeking out therapy. I would like to see that. You know, like she didn't deal with Homeboy because he... I didn't even say he was bisexual. He had a bisexual experience in college twice. Once mm-hmm. that happened, and then once more to be sure he didn't want that. Mm-hmm. She um, dealt with Dro and his possible open marriage or not. Like I would, and even the issues with her father. I would like to see that played out on screen and give her some type of closure because I honestly don't think she was ready for a relationship. Um, Again. The thing is, she she, you can't she can't talk to Kelly about it. She can't talk to Tiffany about it at the time. Kelly gonna be like, "Girl, just fuck him. He'll be all right." And Tiffany right. was like, <laughs> "Really, really, really." Tiffany was still pregnant and all emotional and everywhere. Um, yeah, Issa was really the and Issa has always been her her rock, her sidekick. Her, you know what I'm saying? Like that's why mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people are like Molly's a bitch, and I'm like. Mm. Like at first, I felt like that until I actually watched the rewatching it again. They were just in different places, and they didn't communicate to each other very well about mm-hmm. about that shit. It was a lack. Of, it was a big lack of communication. Um, they had both, and they were both in places they'd never been in before. Again, 
Molly was in a place where she was actually having a real relationship with somebody and it was going to be legit and steady. Whereas Issa was in a, 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 a place in her life where she's actually doing something career wise or, or doing something that was successful. You know what I'm saying? That she didn't yeah. hate. Um, they kind of tried to lean on each other. Well, they, they never communicated that with each other and, and, and it, and it fucked up their friendship for the most part. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think because they are best friends, they hurt each other so much more than if this had been Molly and Tiffany or Issa and Kelly. I feel like that because even like at the um, block party when they had that like argument, Issa's like, yeah, so when, when your relationship fuck up with, um, with Andrew, you ain't going to be able to blame me. And it was like, what well, shit? <laughs> But she's st- like, I-, I feel like they were, they both had some issues. Um, and they both spoke out of anger. And I'm not even going to say anger. I think they were both frustrated with what they were like. I think a lot, it was a lot of, it's a lot, it was a lot of pressure on Molly to be this girlfriend. And it was yeah. a lot of pressure on Issa to be this. She wanted to succeed in this. People don't. I hate when people live in the moment of things and not really yeah. look at the past episode. Like that's why I love this show so much because I always look back at the old seasons. Issa had never been happy in any at her, at her job. She had always mm-hmm. been treated less than when she was working for We Got Us. They always was treating her like the token, and she finally yeah. got out of that situation and got in a, in something that she really enjoyed. And she went hard on it because she really wanted to like succeed in it. And plus she got out of a situation. She got out of her own way, if that makes sense. Like, you know how Issa's always kind of like, oh, I don't know. I'm scared. You know what I'm saying? Like she had to break down a lot of barriers to get this block party. She really wanted this block party to work. And she had a really good person in Condola to help her make, make it happen. Yeah. And like, she had never had that before. Like, like the white girl, I can't remember her name, so I'm just calling the white girl. The white girl yeah. was always, uh, what's the word? She just always was side dying her and and, and, yeah. and kind of doubling back and doing stuff against her. She never mm-hmm. really helped her for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she had her own little code that made her, you know, act and do certain things and, you know, whatever. Uh, I will say a quick side note that we got y'all experience from season three. That was three, right? Yeah. Felt more, felt the closest to awkward black girl that we've gotten in all the seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, um, I agree. I think that with their relationship, we're young, uh, we're black we are in this space where you don't have to have a nine to five. You don't have to go to high school, go to college, meet the love of your life, get married, have 2.5 kids and then work nine to five for the rest of your life. We're in a space now where you can like Issa throw a party where you can like Molly be a black lawyer or a lawyer. Um, You can like Kelly, what is she an accountant? You can be like Tiffany and get married and have a kid. Like you have, you can do all of these things. Nothing is really off limits. And, there's not too many people. I feel like the people doing that now is a larger population than the people who we might have to look up to to be like, hey, you know, we're going to be the people that look up to that the young, the next generation looks up to as far as mentors is concerned. Mm-hmm. I say all that to say there is no rule book 
there is no no guidebook. These are young people in their 20s, early 30s, trying to make shit work and trying to juggle uh, feelings, uh, intersectionality, uh, jobs or lack thereof, relationships. And so this is a lot of personalities clashing. Um, so Molly and Issa's kind of fall from grace is a is is something that happens every day. Mm-hmm. Um, throw Condola in the mix and Issa's relationship with Condola at the beginning, then where it ultimately landed is another thing that's real. There were a lot of people not rooting for her and Condola. I was rooting for them. I was hoping that they would be friends. You know, um, I, like, I I looked at that whole situation as like some it was a it was something different. It was something that Issa had finally Issa had finally got out of her, outside of her circle to see yeah. how some other things can happen as as far as like friendship is concerned. Yeah, and I was rooting for him too. I really felt like that whole situation, as awkward as it may have been, mm-hmm. um, Condola was actually a really good and positive thing for Issa. To yeah, do. she wouldn't have got past a lot of this shit if it wasn't for Condola. She mm-hmm. would have, and, and Condola was like, "This is how it could be, homie." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what it, this is what I bring to the table. You can. She brought a you can do this too attitude to her. She bigged up her. It wasn't no back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I really feel like Condola gave her tools that she didn't have before, and yeah. gave her a mindset of, you know what, I can do that. I can mm-hmm. move forward, even though, um, you know. Well, let's get in. Do you let's let's talk about this love triangle? Do you want to talk about the Lawrence Condola, uh, Issa thing? So that's cool. For people who have been watching, um, the the season started off with Lawrence and Condola being together. Um, Issa finds out that Condola, <laughs> Issa didn't know until Tiffany brings it up and like, hey, like, oh yeah, like he. Lawrence she used to date Lawrence and she was like oh wow okay and it was a big issue about should she work with this woman that is dating her ex mm-hmm. um and it was a situation where Condola and and Issa was willing to to go forward with it yeah she really enjoyed she really con- enjoyed Condola I think that was very mature I, I think a lot of people didn't like that but I thought that was a mature side of her and she was like, "Yo, like, fuck it, I'm, I'm good with it." She was, mm-hmm. she was good. She literally said, "Last season, she was over Lawrence." Mm. I don't, <laughs> seeing where this went, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, you know. And then we had a situation where Lawrence, um, said, "Continue to work with Issa. I think she, y'all are good for each other." Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a now, it got to a point where. Condola and Issa was actually talking to each other about Lawrence. Yeah. Here, so here's something that I took from from the ep, one ep, that one of the episodes. Um, Lawrence found out about it. He went to talk to. He was at first he was upset about it. He was talking to his homeboys, kind of upset about it. Yo, can't have this. She telling her all these things. Who knows mm-hmm. what else that she can say? So he texts her or he calls her and is like, "Yo, we need to meet up." Now, that episode to me, or when the meeting that that Lawrence and Issa had to for him to tell her no, yeah, that was the beginning point of him 
falling back in love with her. To me, mm. that's how I looked at it. Okay. Because if you looked at the episode, when he was with his homeboys, he was like, man, she need to keep my name in her fucking mouth. She need to stop doing this. They, they're talking all this shit. And then when he gets there, he's like, hey, uh, um, could you not talk about me with Condova? Um, mm-hmm. He could have went hard on her if he really... Because they got no ties with each other anymore. He could have right. really handled it and be like, look, don't speak on my name. Don't say shit else yeah. to Condola about, yeah. about me. Don't say yeah. shit else. And he kind of was real soft about it. To mm-hmm. me, when he seen, this is my opinion, but when he seen Issa again and they had that conversation, something happened. Yeah. you could, If you watch the episode, you can tell by how they look at each other, how he talks to her that random call that she made to him when she was trying to get schoolboy Q to be her a headliner. And she was like, Hey, like, and he picked up the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like these yeah. conversations they was having with each other. Um, how do you feel about, how did you feel about this triangle that happened? I liked it. Um, I feel like they could have made it work. Uh, I think Issa's feelings about like when she talked to Amal, what was it for Thanksgiving? And she was like, you know, I feel like I set this nigga up and now she's reaping the benefits, which I feel like that was legitimate. I like that that was brought up because mm-hmm. it happens so often. Sometimes it's played for jokes, like on TV shows and shit like, oh, you know, I, I made him a better man and now he got a new girl. But I think watching this happen to people who we care about made it that much more real in case, you know, somebody hasn't been through this. Mm-hmm. Um I think that Issa and Condola were great together. I would have loved for them to have been friends. I do know the elephant in the room being Lawrence is something that would have gotten in the way. But I personally felt like he was a Mm non-issue as far as Issa is concerned. Because even not having watched the last three episodes of season three, I'm thinking you're in this space where... You and Condola are co-workers. You are with her for a reason. You're trying to accomplish a goal and ultimately make this goal your new job or career. Her dating Lawrence, though might make it a bit awkward, should not change too much. And then on Condola's end, I'm thinking, like, you just got with this dude. Yes, this is an awkward situation, but either you break up with him or you don't. But I don't... I don't understand. Go ahead. One thing that 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 was kind of confusing, but happened in the episode or happened in the in the season, yeah, at the party at the friends giving at the Ugh, friends giving yeah. party, and her friend was like, "Oh, she this is perfect. Like she's gonna get over her ex husband just by the he came. She it felt like he was the fuck buddy even after yeah. the whole situation. And Condola was like, "Well, I didn't really invite you. You invited yeah. yourself." Yeah, that's where I lost it for her. Like, initially, I was like, okay, whatever, they're going to be together. But my, I, I want to say, you know, you got the right to be with anybody or not be with them. That's your own choice, like, period. I know these are fictional people, but within the realm of the story, you can be whoever the fuck you want to be with. That being said, once we got that Friendsgiving shit, I felt like if you were going to pursue something with Lawrence, it was then your job to make it be known that no, this motherfucker misspoke because if I'm, I feel like it's irresponsible if you're going to be dating to have this woman say these things and, for, and to think that he's just going to be like, Oh, she crazy. Cause she drunk. No, this is your friend. You don't even know I don't her. Know these people. I don't know them. So from Adam. Says, 
it's gonna be gospel because this somebody you call your friend. You didn't preface it like, okay, this drunk Kathy and she, we, I don't really fuck with her like that, but she always around. Like you didn't set it up so when I come to you with my grievance, and you hit me with, well, I'm the one who should be jealous of you, your ex. It's like, mm, but sis, we're not talking about my ex right now. We can have that conversation if you want to, but your friend is the reason why we're having. I don't. I don't know. That's where it got messy for me, and that's where I kind of lost it for Condola. Because again, do what you want, and you can say, "Oh, I didn't invite you here," but then he's here. Um, I know it's not always as easy to be like, "No, nigga, you can't do this, then the third. because he was excited about it. Yes. Um, and that, and when he, her friend said that, you could see in his face that he was disappointed. Yeah. By the way. This season probably was one of the best shot seasons. Oh, for sure. Ever. That for kitchen, sure. that fucking scene, it was so many awesome scenes. Yeah. The scene in the kitchen, the scene yes. in front of the lights when they was going through the, the art show, yes. the scene where uh, Molly and Andrew was on top of the the, the whatever in yep. Cabo and shit. Yep. They, this was one of the best shot seasons. No, for real. Everything ever. you could have screenshot every fucking scene in this season and hung it up on your wall. That Condola and Lawrence in the kitchen scene and that Lawrence and Issa at the art walk with, with the neon oh, background. That was beautiful. I want both of those. That I would like amazing. both of those, please. Because yes. that was just that damn good. No, yeah. It was several. It was several well shot scenes. Mm-hmm. Even them at Halloween when the girls was um in Tiffany's house in yep. their costumes. That yep. Issa in that Jigaboo outfit and um Which was amazing. Issa yes. was the Jigaboo uh from from, uh, from school day from from school day, Spike Lee movie. Mm-hmm. Uh Kelly was from BAPS. Yeah. Um uh, uh uh Molly was the cheerleader from Bring It On. Mm-hmm. I forgot what Tiffany was. I, me too. I forgot Cleopatra. Yeah she was Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. The real one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, this was perfect. So shout out to the costume designer. Forgive me for not having her name on hand. I am definitely going to look it up. Uh, but she killed this. Even with Molly, like, I think the whole cast was elevated this season. But you, I really felt like Molly, the character, with the way they dressed her this season, felt like, yes, yeah, she is. A black woman of a certain tax bracket. She's a career. She's dope. a career. She's a career woman. Yeah, her clothing, her um um Thanksgiving um was that Thanksgiving? Yeah, Thanksgiving outfit at her family's house. Like mm-hmm. that was some shit. I don't see shit like that on a day to day basis. But I also don't work with lawyers who, on their off time, can just buy I don't know Swarovski crystals and fucking bejeweled <laughs> tops and I don't yeah, I don't know about that shit. But right. she. She looked the part. Right. Right. Mm, 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 mm. Woo. Um, yeah, so that love triangle was something. Um, I really, though I liked it, I was not excited or over the moon at Lawrence and Issa getting together. Whoa. Uh, oh, gosh. Now- no, no, no. And it's not, it's not, I'm not mad at it. But the excitement that I felt like I should have had, I had it during that episode where they were like on their date and they were just like that had me excited. But like seeing them together in the midst of the show, I was all for it and I'm not against it at all. But I was like, man, I should be I should be more like I should be through the roof like, oh, these motherfuckers back together. I I was I was I was giddy. 
I was so like, oh my God, please, please, please. <laughs> I was like, please, 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 please. Whatever you do, just let it happen. Please, God. Let it ha- I, I, I swear, that's how I was the whole episode. God, I don't ask you for a lot, but I'm asking y'all to I'm just ask you to get them, put them back together, Lord. Please. And when yes. they, and when she when she was supposed to, when he was like, come in and let's see the place. And then she was like, I'm going to leave. And he was like, you don't have to. I was, just, yeah. I was just like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. They're back together. And I want it. I want it so bad. But yeah. let me say this, and and we're well, we we've been spoiling the show a lot. But yeah. from the time, from that very, actually, from the first date, from the yeah. from the first date, I knew, and I think you said it, Rain. I don't know if you did or not, but somebody said, "Condola pregnant." From that episode, oh, yeah. no, 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 yeah, for sure. Somebody was like, "Condola's pregnant," because they was they they went on their date, and somebody was like, "Condola's pregnant." Yeah, and I was I like, remember saying that, but I I wasn't the first because clearly I didn't watch it live. Right. So other people said, but yeah, I agree. She, I knew she was pregnant. And for me, I knew it too. I knew that with them getting back together, yeah. Either this is this is how my mind thinks. Oh lord! I was like, either Condola is pregnant. Don't say what I think you're gonna say. Or I, <laughs> or or she gave that nigga. A I knew it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was doing. I was thinking. I was like, he got yeah. HIV positive. He yeah. HIV positive. And, and I, that would have <laughs> been an interesting turn too. Um, but yeah, I was thinking to myself. I said either she contracted something or she's pregnant, and it makes more sense for a pregnancy because it gives you not the either way you could come away with a lot of stories. But her being pregnant is the thing that would very much set us down a new road um but it would have been a hell of a story if he would have contracted like hiv yeah and i and i honestly i feel like this show would have done a good job with that Mm storyline i'm always very sensitive to stories involving hiv because a lot of times you'll get the like, this is the story of the week. Like, remember uh, Michelle Williams when she had it back yeah. in the Parkers? Yeah. Um, so I always think of that, and I'm like, oh, I want to see this this handled by a black creative team. Because it was handled well, I felt like, in Noah's Ark, which is a show, a queer show from back in the day. But a show like this, handling that. That would have been something. black women. Mm-hmm. Man, that would have been damn good. I mean, hell, you know, it's never too late. They can do whatever the hell they want. And for it to not be with the Amal character, that would have been something I would have been excited to see that is not with his character. Because that's so, that's so That's typical. Note. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's like, that's, that's, so, that's the, that's the, let's, let's do this. Let's pull out the gay guy and give him a disease. Yeah. And I, Which, I think a lot of shows, I don't like that either. I don't like that, yeah. that, that shows do shit like that. I don't know, man. That's, I just, whatever, man. Fuck them. But yeah. So I do like what we've gotten, what we got with the baby. I like the conversation. That last scene, Ooh, I don't give a Jesus. fuck. I don't give a fuck. If I, just give me that last scene, put it on the DVD and put it on 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 repeat. Put it on the loop. Having the three of them have that conversation with each other because that's what the fuck it was. This nigga, <laughs> he did the he did the I can't believe this nigga dance. He was like. Is it mine? Now that <laughs> he said, you're gonna keep it. This is not the right time. 
That's the that's the this that's the this the I can't believe this nigga dance. He did the dance with that. And I was like, you know what? It's so believable. Because yeah. a lot of men are just like a lot of men would be like, Is it mine? Um I wanted to You gonna yell keep it at the screen. And it's not only because these are the characters we're presented with, but I was like, nigga, I get your your shock and your fear, but that is not the first place you should have went. Like, I'm not saying don't ask it, but maybe let's not let that be the first thing. Because why would I come to you if I didn't think it was yours? So even if it's not, you know, you want to you want to know when he when he got her pregnant. The episode. Uh, oh no, no, I'm finna try to guess because I'm, the timeline of this show is so fucking wild. Um, the confession, the finale happened. What is this? December? This is December, right? Uh, I think it's no, it's past December. It was because they blockbirds in January. Okay, so let's say February, February. Um, I'm not going to count backwards. Let's say March. So, so no, November, I'm saying, can you pick the episode? Oh, the episode. Um, I want to say Thanksgiving, but I don't. No, because she was was she had on that fucking Olivia Pope jacket. I was about to say she wasn't that big. Um, I'll say. Maybe I'll have to say Thanksgiving. <laughs> was that the same? I'm looking at the. I think it was episode three or four. The episode when everything was cool and she showed up at his at his place and he was like, "Are we cool?" And she was like, "Yeah." And then they oh, had. Mm, that would have been a, yeah, because shit, you make that a makeup sex, right? Damn. But the only thing that that got me gives me pause with that is. How many months was that? Was that like two months before the block party? I think so. Okay, so what's that? She wasn't big when she gave him, when she told him. I think they were still in January when they told when she told him. I think so. I'm just I'm throwing I'm throwing shit. No, at no, because I'm trying to look. She's 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 not a petite, small, tiny girl. She's not a big girl by any means. She but is, I'm, I'm trying she to look looks at how normal. She yeah. Let me let me say this too. Let me applaud this show for for having some normal looking people on here. Yeah. Um. You can say what you want to. People have the like. Issa has her flaws. Um. A lot of these, a lot of the people on this show have their flaws. Um. Condola is not a size two woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm. She look condo. I look at Condola and I'm like, I could probably talk to her if I seen her at the gym. I would probably try to talk to her. She looks approachable like a regular person. You know what I'm saying? Um Lawrence, Andrew, uh um Barbara, um Nathan. Nathan. Nathan looks like a dude I can hang out with. Like he seemed like a cool I like yeah. that everybody on this show. Not not everybody cuz I feel like Molly just Molly's a, a very attractive woman. Super attractive, Yvonne um, Orgy. Yes, yeah, she is very attractive to me. And um, but a lot of these people feel like Kelly. Kelly seems everybody just feels um like everyday people. Yeah, I, I, I like that the show does that. Yeah, um, I agree. And the other thing is, again, you're looking at a show that has a black creative team. So you have varying degrees of blackness from shades to heights to body types to facial um, characteristics. Because if you look at Amal next to Kelly, next to Daniel, next to Dro, next to uh, Tasha Mack, uh, Issa's mama, like look at the- Even Molly's parents. 
Yeah, yeah, right. And her brothers, like, if you look at them, like, you can group them in. Like, you can see why some of them were cast as family. But looking at them, look at the cast of Insecure and then look at your favorite white show with a token black person. Riverdale. Yeah, even that. Cause, yeah, because look at Jordan Calloway. Look at Jordan Calloway on Riverdale, then look at him on Black Lightning. On Riverdale, he is a light-skinned, conventionally attractive man who is dark enough to clearly be black, but light enough to be what I'll say is non-threatening to these white folks. Mm. But put him on Black Lightning, and there are so many varying shades and degrees of blackness on that show. Well, yes, he fits in, but I think he gets lost in the crowd in the best way because it's right. just a black show. So I do like that about this show. So, and that's a, that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Him on Riverdale versus and, and then even Iris. Um, Again, I'm not well versed in the flash, but look at Iris on the flash next to Barry Allen. They are only about three shades apart from each other. If mm-hmm. that them niggas got the same color. Right. Now, if you switch out, um, uh, what is it? Candace, who plays Iris Pat- yeah, with um, Yvonne Orgy. What if she play Iris? Now, you know that ain't happening on no well. damn CW. Them the white fanboys are going to lose their motherfucking mind. That is not happening on no damn CW. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Woo, you got to pass that paper bag test, baby. You can't, you can't be dark as coal. No. <laughs> um, not Cole Jackson and Cole, like Cole. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was saying Cole. Like, <laughs> like, I don't get any respect. <laughs> It's okay. Not you, nigga. You ain't dark. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> Shit, only one of us on this show would be cast on the CW show. Hell, I know that much. So, <laughs> so I do like that about Insecure as well. Like these, oh, I love it. How do you feel about some of the side stories that they had this season? Like we had the block party. Um, we had oh, I like we mm-hmm. had um, my, uh, Tiffany's pregnancy. Mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. had looking for Latoya. Um, I think those are really the only real side stories that wasn't really a part of the main, yeah, uh, main thing in the season. How do you how do you feel about how this how this how the side I, I stories them. were? I feel like it was just enough too. I feel like we didn't get overwhelmed with B stories, uh, with B plots and shit. I think we got just what we needed. Oh, sorry, I missed I missed Go one. Ahead. Issa and Molly's relationship with their parents also was was a thing on here too i i liked it i did like i think that's one thing that this show does well um because we keep talking about oh i want more kelly i want more kelly but natasha rothwell is a writer on the show so Mm -hmm. she's in there no matter what the kelly character may may not be as much but um i think you mentioned that you're getting just enough kelly did you was it you i probably was i'm i'm getting for this season i got i got enough of what i needed I, I, yeah, this season was a little. For what was going on between Issa and and um, and Molly, I got enough Kelly for this season. Where we can up the Kelly stuff next season. I think yeah. this season, they really it really felt like that that friendship was going to be torn yeah. apart, and yeah. I really didn't I didn't want to see a lot of Kelly stuff with that. Like I, yeah. I, I we had enough, especially when she she was talking about Spencer and his. His one night awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think we could have gotten a, I don't know, this is just me fan casting, but if we get one episode where all of the side fringe characters, like Amal, 
like uh, Tiffany. Well, not Tiffany and Derek. They're kind of mainstays. But uh, Kelly in the mall. Like, if we spend a day with them, I think that would be interesting. I don't know how much it would serve the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think we got enough. I think the block party was a really good kind of storytelling device for the first four to five episodes. Mm-hmm. The, Three months before, two months before, the the day of, like that was good, and I like doing it that way because you can pass time in a way where it doesn't feel like yeah we only got ten episodes, but we got months worth of content, mm-hmm. you know, um, in continuity months past. So I like that. I think they did a good job. I I kind of feel like they could have did a bit more with the Tiffany Derek yes. line. Thank you. I was about to say it that. felt kind of rushed at the end. Why do you guys feel it was important for us to sort of tackle Tiffany's storyline evolving around uh, postpartum depression? We wanted to depict this because, you know, it's commonplace and we wanted to show this this struggle and it just felt like this was the natural opportunity to, to showcase this. Tiffany's the only mother, the only married one out of our group of friends and she already started to feel isolated in a way and so unfortunately this, this just added to her burden. I think Tiff had also kind of like solidified herself as like the strong one yeah. like even though she'll allude to like things with Derek yeah. it's never like being put in her girls laps and so I think that also just reflects the realities of like we know how to have a strong mind but not necessarily a healthy mind right um so we know how to muscle through and like that's not gonna break me and that's not gonna hurt me like but it's like okay but are you really dealing with it right. or are you just like suppressing sadness but that's that character, right? She set this. She set, she these set this yes. grid up. Yes. Like my hair is gonna be together. Yes. Yes. My na- I even made like a conscious decision to over the course of the season, like let my nails be less done, um, so that by the end, like she doesn't even have a manicure. Which for Tiffany, that's oh. like you've never seen Tiffany without this happening. But like I think a lot of women can relate to like something that minor actually being very indicative of like them falling apart, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times it'd be those little things yeah. that you just know yeah. are like, oh, she's together. And I think that was another factor too, because yes, Tiffany is going through this thing, but we also wanted it to serve as a metaphor for her actual friends missing out. Like her actual yeah. friends aren't noticing that right. she's yes. falling apart. Right. And that is also indicative of the friendship that they yeah. have with each other. They're not mm. seeing one another. Yeah. It felt like there was something missing from them having that kind of sort of baby shower at the house yeah. and then us getting to Tiffany. I, they they laid the seeds for t- Tiffany having like postpartum depression or something. Which that's what she had. And I got that. But it's still, I'm not invested in Derek. Um, especially not by himself. So seeing him and the girls looking for Tiffany was cool and I enjoyed that. But I think if they had gave us a bit more of him, uh, maybe him and Chad and Lawrence together, but that was clearly a plot device to get Molly and Issa oh, yeah, in, sure. in the same space where they had to get along. Like, yeah, I didn't like that. Postpartum is like an important thing as far as like women are concerned. Um, uh, it's a big deal, and it does weigh on people's significant other, especially if you're in a marriage. And and you kind of seen a little bit of that. I agree. Uh-huh. I really wish they would have touched on this a little bit more. Yeah. Instead of using it as, like, instead of using it as foreshadowing, like, they use the pregnancy and, and the baby coming as foreshadowing. Like, that episode where uh, Lawrence and uh, Tiffany's husband name is... Yeah, Derek, Derek. Yeah, Derek, where they're around the baby, and he's like, hey, yeah. you want to hold her? He's like, I dropped a burrito. You know, saying, and then yeah. uh, Kelly making this 
statement of look at Lawrence over there looking all ready to be a dad and all this stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. They used Tiffany's pregnancy and the baby and the postpartum as plot devices, which I get why they did that because it's not mm-hmm. the show is not about Tiffany. But I yeah. really yeah. wish they would have dug a little bit more into it to show how because like, a lot of people be like she just left her child like no nah, nigga like yeah. postpartum is like real nigga like yeah that's real shit and yeah. i really wish they would have touched on it more instead of it looking like just tiffany just not caring about her like it really came off as like tiffany because if you know the character you know tiffany's sadiddy and yeah. you know girl and i've just bought this hundred thousand dollar house and yeah, and when you put her in this situation and not really put a little bit more detail on how bad postpartum can be, mm-hmm. it really kind of looks like it's just a part of her character, and she don't care about her child. Right. I, what I think they could have done to improve upon that is what they did with Amal. We didn't get a lot of him. We know who he is, but that conversation at the Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. with him and Issa, to me, made up for some of of the lack of visibility that we get with his character. Right. That conversation was so real that I felt like, okay, yeah, so when we saw him again later on and he was with that guy, he Issa called him mm-hmm. and he wasn't really listening to her. Though we didn't get a lot of interaction between him and that guy, having that conversation, knowing who he is and seeing him with that guy, to me said, okay, this is somebody he's dating or this might just be a friend. Right. But it, it made it it made it an easier pill to swallow that we didn't get a lot of him. So if we had have gotten a conversation like that between Tiffany and Issa or some somebody or even Derek and Lawrence to be like, you know, Tiffany is – or not, don't even mention her. Just like I'm doing all of this stuff. I'm he, being a good dad. Derek did have that conversation. He did bring that up though. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get the in-depth backstory. Like we got – um, uh, uh, Maul's uh, dad and mom wasn't really for the, the gay shit. Um, how they treated him, though they were being nice, and versus Issa bringing home a boyfriend. Like we got a lot in that maybe six minutes of conversation between the two of them yeah. that we didn't get with Tiffany. I feel like if we had gotten more of that in depth, find a way to make it work. If you want it to be a mystery that she runs off, that's fine. But find a way to make that work. If we had got more. Of that conversation, because looking for Tiffany, yeah, no, for real, yeah, for real. Um, I that could have been a mystery well into season five. You could have just had her be gone. Um, I think that with Amanda Seals and like her personality and clashing with other people, I don't know a lot of what goes on behind the scenes there. I know there were a bit, a few incidents here and there over the last year mm-hmm. where it seemed as if it, there, it was like the cast against her or some parts of the cast. So I don't know if maybe that's why we're not getting a lot of Tiffany. But... It was I, really with Issa's uh, publicist or her manager, one of those. Yeah. And mm-hmm. apparently they... Uh, and this is... I'm, I'm loosely telling the story because I... I we really only heard it from uh I've only heard really heard it from Amanda Seals' side, but apparently they have always clashed. They've never really been uh very uh cool with each other. Yeah. Uh, they had a rap party for the show. Um apparently she was told to keep Amanda Seals uh, out, <laughs> even though she's mm. a part of the cast. 
and it it was a little bit of 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 tension between them and and that's that might have a little bit to do with why Tiffany's not in the show as much or yeah. Amanda Seals is not in the show as much too. Um I don't know much about the her and other cast members getting along, but I do know that that uh Issa Rae's manager and or or PR person and Amanda Seals they have not gotten along with each other. Okay. And and so, you know, be that what it is or not, I just feel like it, it's a disservice to the character and then that really kind of to the show to have rushed that uh, this finale the finale was good but the tiffany Derek storyline didn't feel earned mm. you tell me had we ever seen tiffany's mom and sister before we've seen her sister's been on the show before i think it was her last mama? i don't recall seeing her mom but i do remember gloria hmm yeah her, wh- whoever the one was about i dreamt the fish last night like i to me i was like maybe they were in season three because i don't remember these fucking women i remember her sister i do remember her sister being on there season okay. three yeah i think it was season three for the baby shower yeah but okay so then that's that makes sense then but it it, it felt kind of rushed I, it still was good i still enjoyed it mm. but it, it it just it didn't feel, feel like i needed one more solid scene but i mean maybe it was, it was like hell this is subtle enough y'all y'all gonna get it but to make the a big part of the finale be that I don't know, I just didn't feel but as that was earned. the thing in season three. The pregnancy was like really a big deal. Um, it was it you know, like when they went to Coachella, Coachella and she was like, Girl, yeah. like being pregnant, like I feel like I like they had the conversation, girl. I feel like I'm gonna yeah. miss out. Like I'm not gonna be able to do the things that I used to do with y'all because I'm yeah. pregnant now and I'm about to have a baby. But you know what I'm saying? Like that was a big deal, and then going into season four and this being like I said, the pregnancy eventually basically came became a plot device especially after the block party type stuff well not after the after she had the baby they're they're like amanda seals character like tiffany really kind of disappeared a little bit you know what i'm saying like she was there but it's like they dwindled down a lot of her stuff and and because I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's a, a situation with her and and the other cast members, but it felt yeah. like you know, it felt like they just sprinkled in the rest of the, the postpartum stuff, and it wasn't really as important yeah. as everything else. I don't know, man. I hope they worked this shit out because we could have got a little bit more from them, and especially Derek. I don't really care for Derek. Now I don't have anything against him, but I don't. I think like he's I said, funny. Huh? <laughs> I think Derek's funny. Yeah, I mean, but what do what do we have with him? We don't have a whole lot. And we didn't get a lot of Lawrence and his homeboy scenes. But then you also, we got a lot of people to juggle, though. That's something that kind of makes me be like, okay, you can't please everybody because you got Lawrence and his friends, Chad and Derek. Then you got Issa and her friends. And then you got Derek and Tiffany as a unit. Then you got um, Nathan and Andrew and then their little tight group. And then you got... Molly branching off from there and also Issa and it's it's a lot of moving parts so I can forgive the show for a lot but I'm like damn man there's a lot of goddamn black people on screen but <laughs> it's all real so, okay so let's move past that we talked about the side stories how do you feel about Nathan coming back I like him um I know well, I pieced together context clues. He ghosted her, and then we eventually find out he was dealing with some mental health issues. I I like Nathan. 
Um, them together, I like when they first met last season. They were doing that um, tour of L.A. and they got the tacos and broke it to them people's house and stuff. Um, they're cute together. I like them. Uh, I And I have to, and I'm going to be upfront with you and completely transparent, I have to work hard at separating my attraction to him and Lawrence mm-hmm. when discussing Issa and them because I'm trying to judge based off the merits of the character on the show. Right. But we're visual creatures, and I'm like, that naked nigga. <laughs> so I'm trying to kind of figure this out as I'm answering. I do like him and Issa together. We have more history with Lawrence and Issa, but I think Nathan, much like Condola, would have been a very good change for Issa and a very good disruption of the status quo Mm -hmm. where now you have somebody who we didn't grow with him. We still have to learn about him. What is his family like? What is his friends like? Now that he has this mental health um, issue, how, what does that look like? He's bipolar. He's bipolar. How do you date someone with schizophrenia? Is it schizophrenia or bipolar? I thought he was bipolar. Okay. So how do you date someone who's bipolar, but tell that story from a black person's point of view Versus uh, some white show like Blue Bloods or Law and Order or some shit like <laughs> I said Blue Bloods. I don't, <laughs> bruh, that sounds like some white shit. Dude, they got Tom Selleck in <laughs> Magna PI. This nigga said Blue Bloods. Nigga, I'm saying fuck Blue Bloods. Shit, you they fuck cop no, procedural. No, fuck them for real. Because I saw one episode of Blue Bloods with, and I don't know who the chick is. Um. The granddaughter who was going to a Catholic school was like dealing with some shit, and they was like being rude as fuck to her, not taking into account the shit she wanted, like some school she wanted. I don't remember the episode, but I remember being like, "Fuck them! You almost out of school. You could say fuck your bitch ass family. They're not gonna make you be no lawyer or no fucking cop. You go off and do what the fuck you want to do, short haired white girl." So yeah, fuck Blue Bloods, man. That one episode pissed me the fuck off. It was a bunch of other shit in there too, but that I was like, let this little white girl do what the fuck oh, she wants. Let God. her go off to college. This fool said Blue Bloods. <laughs> fuck them. But that being said, <laughs> I would like to see her with Nathan because I would honestly like to see from a black person's storytelling um, point of view, what does mental health look like? I know what I deal with when I go to the doctor or to the emergency room mm-hmm. as a black male. Now, I don't have mental health issues, um, but let's see what that looks like. What is, is uh, Does his complexion give him a bit more privilege um, when it's dealing with doctors who may have, if he was darker, may think that, oh, he has a higher threshold for pain, so he's lying to get drugs. Like, what does, what does being bipolar and black and young and male, what does that look like? Mm. And then how does that look? Like with dating and with holding this job as a um, barber, and like I just, I think that's a, a more interesting story um, because much like Dro and his open marriage and this interracial Asian and black relationship, it's something that we kind of know about. But black people, a lot of times, is you ain't depressed, you ain't bipolar, you ain't schizophrenic, you got to pray on it. Right. You know. So. But I think I think I think we're in a time now where. That's no longer an excuse, and I think we're we're to the point where it's been uh, in the black community. We I think here in the past maybe three to four years, 
um, the preaching about black people getting their mental health together has been something that has been openly discussed and people yeah. are actually doing something about it. So I, yeah. I really don't feel like that can be an excuse anymore, especially yeah, on true. this show because he handled, well, not handled it, but he got diagnosed and he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, I want Nathan to stay on the show for the simple fact that I'm looking at it from a standpoint of him starting his own business. Um, yeah. Him buying that barbershop. And, you know, he came out to L.A. to be, you know, to to to, to do his thing. Um, he's going to start his own business. He's actually having a black-owned business now. Um, him, I'm, I'm with you on how he, how does he deal with being bipolar? You know what I'm saying? And also, I, I feel like, I feel like I like them. I like Issa and Nathan being friends more than I do them being a couple. Mm, um, okay. I don't feel like, and maybe this is just me wanting her to be with Lawrence or wanting her <laughs> to be with some. I just feel like they really vibe a whole lot better as friends. Um, yeah. Him making that statement in one of the episodes when she said, yo, I'm back with Lawrence. I'm back with my ex. Yeah. He's like, you fell for that shit again? You know, yeah. that felt more of a friendship type type thing than it did um, them being together. Yeah. Um, I completely, I mean, if they got together, it wouldn't be so bad. But I don't feel like them being in a relationship would work for me. I don't think they just, <laughs> it just, it just seems like they work better as friends. They just work better as friends to me. No, I, I could take that too. I could take them being friends and still want to know all of the same shit. Because I mean, hell, he could date somebody else, and he he could talk to Issa about his issues. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah, no. So dating or friends, I'm fine with. Hell, I mean, I'm great with them being friends. I just want him on the show because no one else has, outside of Molly dealing with going to therapy, no one has mental health concerns that have been addressed. Well, I mean, Tiffany does now with postpartum. Yeah, but that's now. You know, like, we didn't get that before. We got Molly going to therapy before, and now we have um, Nathan with bipolar. Bipolarism? Have, being bipolar. You got a male, a, a woman and a man. Uh, not that that's all you need, but those are two very strong viewpoints, mm-hmm. but they're both in the umbrella of the black community. So yeah. I, I like that. So I want him to, there to stay. I want him on there. Um, yeah, Team Nathan. So, fuck that again. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what was that? We got Nathan and Issa, uh, the love triangle, uh, Tiffany and her postpartum and whatnot. Uh, we got the looking for Latoya, which they failed miserably. Um, I guess we can talk about the season finale. Yeah, I mean, because that's. That was the important. That was the that was what was most important for a lot of people. And, um, mm. Being on Twitter, a lot of people were disappointed. Mm-hmm. Why? What is it that made them disappointed? So, in this episode, we find in the season finale, we find out that Lawrence gets the job. He's got the job. He's going to San Francisco. Uh, he and Issa actually sit down and like, yo, like we can actually kind of. I'm willing to make this work if you are. It's long distance. Yeah. yeah, I'll come out there. We'll come out there. Um, we'll get this taken care of. Um, we get to a point to where is it? Her and Molly 
are still I'm trying to remember. They're still not really messing with each other that time yeah, because no. of the text. It was a text yeah. in a previous episode where they they got to a point where they were all hanging out. They all felt like they were comfortable with each other again. Molly sends this dumbass text to the wrong person about I'm see, I'm trying with her. Yeah, and Issa had this false sense of we're cool again, which, Mm -hmm. you know, they did have a conversation previously, but it didn't really they worked. They didn't work shit out. They just was gossiping and being stupid. Um, (laughs) They were. Uh, We get to a point where Issa's just like Issa's like I'm done. She's been done with her and she's way more focused on Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence is way more focused on making this relationship works work. Um, we get Condola continuously still trying to get in touch with this nigga and they have the conversation and we find yep. out that Condola is pregnant mm-hmm. and pregnant. we have where Rain brought it up earlier in the episode uh, this 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 scene where he's having the conversation mm-hmm. with Issa and having the conversation with Condola and let me just say this Issa Rain acting her ass off because yes. the way she looked when this nigga said Condola's pregnant and he continuously tried to explain to her mm-hmm. um, about I still want this to work and she just curls up in this ball of like nothing right happens for me at all. Yeah. And yep. I felt the weight and the pain personally this is personal opinion. I don't know if anybody else felt it, but I just mm-hmm. felt her, the way she just looked at him and the mm-hmm. way he was just like, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, we could still... God, make yeah, this. I felt for him too. I mean, only so much, but yeah. But see, how can I say this? I'm listening. I'm ready for it. What you got? Should we be mad at Lawrence? I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at his reaction because that was some fuck shit. <laughs> no, 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 not even that. Aside from the bullshit that he said, like nigga, you fucked her. Like I'm, 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 I'm. I just, I can't get past this idea that yeah, it's fucked up that now she's pregnant and it's it's shaking up your world. But you fucked this girl, condom or not, you had sex with her. So for the people that are so up in arms about Condola having this baby, I get being mad at her because damn, she. Got a baby and this baby fucking up, you know, Issa's life. But that being said, in the conversation, oh, in the conversation, she said, "You can have as much responsibility as you want." Like I don't we really know ain't that type of dude. Yeah, but people have to. People are sitting up here. I, th- I think that people are upset with Condola, and Condola's kind of just like, "Well, honestly, I don't really want to fuck with you. I don't even want to rock with you, you like that. I don't need you. I'm good." And people are still pissed at her. People are mad at Lawrence too. I feel like people are mad at Lawrence for the wrong reasons, though. Mm-hmm. People are mad at. From what I'm getting from how 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 social media is reacting, they're mad because he got her pregnant. Even though Issa and Lawrence weren't even dealing with each other on that type level when he right, got her right. pregnant, that pregnancy came because he thought he was gonna be. You know, he was fucking her because he was with her. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's 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 like um, you know how, and this might be a long-winded response, but you know how if you're 
if something happens to you at work and you tell me what happened, I'm like, oh, you know, shit, that's fucked up. I think a lot of people talk like that versus being objective and saying, man, my boss pissed me off today. They did X, Y, and Z. Instead of saying, you know, ordinarily, I come in, I get my muffin, I sit down, I do my work. But for some reason today, my boss stopped me before I got my muffin and cussed me out. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is a lot of people tell a story passionately about the shit that happened to them and leave out, maybe not even intentionally, shit that other people did, that you did to that other person Mm -hmm. to get you to this point. I think a lot of people are watching this show and this is Issa telling her side of the story, but they're not realizing if you want to be completely objective, like you said, Lawrence and Condola were together before him and Issa got back together. Like, it's it's just a biological fact that if you fuck, you could possibly get pregnant or get someone pregnant. Right. The timing is terrible, but this is something that happened outside of this new union or this rekindled union. So I, I get what you're saying, and I agree 100%. I'm still on his head about, nigga, you fucked her, so yes, it's a possibility you was going to get her pregnant. But um, much to what you were saying... Lawrence isn't that type of guy. He's not. He has not been presented as the type of guy that's just gonna be content with his baby just being out there. So his first kid just out there somewhere, and he not have any interactions with this baby. Um, and it's crazy because that question of you gonna keep it, or when he was like, "Are you gonna keep it?" Mm-hmm. Ah, it as fucked up as it is. Of mm-hmm. him asking that, like that's some real shit, niggas say. Yeah, like, we can't we can't sit up here and just because. Let me just say this: I am Team Lawrence, and I will continue to be Team Lawrence. <laughs> he has ah. had some real fuckboy moments, and that was yeah. one of them. But I am really quick to question a lot of people out there who, who don't know a man who hasn't said that. Because well, not even that. I think it's a legitimate question based off the situation because you are stressed, you are concerned. Her friend did say you were a rebound, even though she didn't say she fucking other people. I think that is a question that should be asked. If it, Because my, my thoughts are in a relationship, because though they aren't a couple, you both now have a baby together. That's some sort of relationship. In a relationship, tie you, you should be able to be honest. Even though you might ask or say some things that what could be hurtful if it's to get to the truth. I mean, he didn't say, bitch, who the fuck you been fucking? He said, are you going to keep it? Is it mine? Like, it, this it is not the best time. <laughs> this nigga said, this is not right. the best And though time. that wasn't ideal, God. that was not ideal conversation, It, I think it's better that he said it and y'all have that conversation than what if he just went with it and then later on had this feeling of doubt. I'm not saying Condola's wrong when she prayed about somebody else. Let's say it's his baby. It always been his. But if you sit on these feelings and they come out later, that might lead you to resent her because you didn't open your mouth and say, is this mine? And get that confirmation from her. And let me throw this out here too. Originally, Lawrence had, he was looking at a future with this woman until he yep. went to this party and yep. found, and she was, she was like, I'm not getting married again. And that kind of, that, that fuck, and I'm not saying he's okay for the shit that he said, but what I'm saying yeah. is once she was like, I'm not trying to get married again. Girl, no. All this other shit. He was kind of like, well, I see my future with us, and I want to be with you, but you don't even want to get married? Yeah. And and that was the thing, too, with Lawrence. Lawrence had a problem. He said it in one of his episodes. He was like, nigga, it, when he was talking to his boy, he was like, bruh, like, 
nothing seems to fit or everything is not all yep. there all the time. Yep. It's either yeah. relationship is here, work's not here. Work's here, relationship's messed up. I can't get it. Yeah. I can't get it all together. Yeah. And I feel like, and this is pure opinion, and this, I'm just going off it. I feel like with Condola, because uh, his homeboy was like, man, you need to get rid of that Jaguar and all this other shit. And he was like, she ain't about that. Like, she don't care about that kind of stuff. And it was mm-hmm. like, that's one of the things that I like about her. And he yeah. really seen a future with her. The way he acted, the way he treated her, the way he did things with her when they were together. Mm-hmm. And then for him to get a bomb dropped on him on thanks or Friendsgiving and yeah. and 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 then clearly, you know, he 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 got hurt and he was like uh, yeah. and and tied it back to Issa where he was like, yo, this is what I know. This is somebody who's been here, she's still here, and I want to do these things and I could possibly do them with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm with you, um, I'm with you on that, I think it's unfortunate, um, I do like the drama of the situation, oh, yeah, um, now that everything is out in the open, I'm very interested to see how we go into season five, oh, is Easter now a stepmom, or what, What's well, up? one thing that I didn't finish saying, Sorry, mm. one part no, of the one, very important part of the season finale is we get to the end of the episode where Issa walks in and it's Molly and they sit down and they actually talk. So we came yeah. full circle. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. I love that. Um, I clapped. I cheered. And I am such yeah. a horrible. I I am a geek. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got up and I clapped because I loved it. I'm like, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, another, this show, the way they edited that scene, they put the camera in a way, when it was Molly's point of view, that you almost thought it was a man because she wore this, like, oversized jacket, and it was a over-the-shoulder shot, but the figure was kind of blurry where Issa was in full focus. And because of the way... Her silhouette went from her hair to the collar of the jacket to the arm of the jacket. It almost looked like it was a man. Somebody said was... it was Daniel. I was like, hell no. No, we don't need his sorry. I don't think we need his sorry ass again. I didn't think it was Molly. I was at that point I was like, I don't give a fuck what happens. Cause some I was still reeling from the Lawrence Condola baby conversation. So at that point I was like, shit, I don't, I don't I honestly I don't give a fuck. Just Give me somebody. So I do like that reveal that it was Molly and that Molly called her. And yes. she said, I'm glad you came. She said, I'm glad you called. And they talked. Um, How did you feel about the season finale? I liked it. Like I said, I, I think if she doesn't do any more seasons, that was a perfect season finale. You have the ended relationship with Andrew, uh, which which gave it closure in a way where we know Molly is back at therapy. Uh, we know she fought the mental relationship work. This wasn't the man for her, and that's over. That felt final. Tiffany and Derek reconnecting after the postpartum episode. That felt very final. It felt very important. Uh, Kelly, not so much. Um, Lawrence, Condola, Issa. I like that, but I read a lot of books. So for me, it was more like, if this is the end of this series, leave it to your imagination. A lot of times you'll get books that'll end 
and they might do a one year later this would happen or they just might end but in a way that is final but is left open to do a second book or you leave it up to your imagination so if she ends the series at this season finale it was beautifully shot and you can go on and have your own head cannon. either her and uh, Lawrence got together maybe Condola aborted the baby maybe Condola and Lawrence got together either way the one relationship that has been important and that has worked from day one is the one that we come back to and get some type of closure slash new beginning so i thought that was the perfect ending for that season and if it is that series oh no they were new oh no 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 i I know that oh if if she was never to go past season four, I thought that was a perfect ending because I always look at it whenever I watch a show, comedy, drama, animated, whatever, when I get to the season finale, I think if they were not to be renewed for another season, would this be a a good final, I'm going to get the box set and watch it from start to finish. And I think this was. If there was no season five, I think this was really good. Uh, I have to agree. Um, I completely enjoyed, uh, and, and, and again, like I said, social media just went crazy because a lot of people didn't like the, the season <laughs> finale. I personally thought it was, a, I thought it was great. I thought that throwing in, we all knew something was going to be wrong anyway. So mm-hmm. let me just put that out there now. For all of these people who like Lawrence, ooh, Lawrence, I, they, they got me with that one. You crazy. <laughs> you ain't you have it. You're not a real fan if, if they got you. Okay. Let, let's just be real. <laughs> if you got fooled and you thought everything was gonna work out fine, you are not a insecure fan. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna call uh-huh. you out on it. I anybody who's a real fan knew that this that relationship, something had to get fucked up. Something something had to get messed up. And and here's the here's something that that Nobody really thought about, and I've heard Issa say in the middle of the season when she was fucking TSA Bay, she uh-huh. was like, plan B has become my plan A. She was like, I keep fucking this nigga who already got two kids and one on the way. Like, she was fucking mm-hmm. some dude who was irresponsible and could have, she was, you know, he was nothing in her. <laughs> you know what yep. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, this mm-hmm. easily could have been Issa being like, I'm pregnant. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but for everybody who's like, oh, like, I was hoping for a good ending. Like, get the fuck out of here because you have not been watching this show religiously and yeah, hard enough think, to think uh-huh. that that shit was gonna be perfect. It, something was gonna fuck it ending, up. That's gonna be the season for the series finale. If we get a all wrapped up, everything great, some damn um, uh, True Blood ass ending <laughs> where everybody sitting at a damn picnic table uh, eating pies and drinking soda. Then that's the end of the series, period. There's no How'd you like that series no, ending, by the way? I actually liked it. it Stop I didn't it. Stop. No, 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 no. No. I like that very the very last scene. I like that. Oh. Jason's relationship with that chick was rushed. I don't like that Bill. <laughs> Told you. It, it was Told a you that shit. last season the last two seasons was horrible. Man, but I did like that final scene. Like I felt like that was a perfect ending. Like, you got the update on everybody's life. Like, it felt like a book. It felt like, okay, bitch, there's no more. We have no more books than us. Go reread these ones you got. Um, But, yeah, there was some some issues, but I did like that. I did like it. Um, I just want to say, for for what we got this season and for what was 
was teased because I honestly felt like they weren't they weren't gonna be friends again. I really oh, yeah, felt same. like that. I felt like I'm like these niggas is not gonna get good. They just not gonna get along no more. Um, it's gonna be a season full of uh, next season gonna be just a season full of mm, yeah. Hey, or how you doing? Or you know what mm. I'm saying? I, I would think that they, maybe that would resolve it in season six and throwing mm. a baby in the mix and stuff like that too would kind of yeah pull them back together. But um, I thought the season finale was good. I thought I enjoyed it. I like the twist. Uh, well, not really the twist, but I like that we actually got a confirmation that it's a baby involved. Yeah. Um, I do. I do want to see what this is going to look like. And so let, let's let's talk a little bit about what next season could possibly be, because mm-hmm. it's crazy because next like they do reflect what's going on. A lot of time with, with with you know what's going on now. Yeah. The so world. next season, we're gonna have to deal with. They're gonna have something about coronavirus. They're gonna probably have something to do with a lot of what's going on with with black folks and the police. Um, mm. I, I really and then the baby in the mix and then just a lot to to handle. Yeah. I, I just I'm excited and I want to see how they handle it. I think it's gonna be yeah. especially having a, a a room full of black writers. Mm-hmm. I am super excited about that. What do you think? I like it. I think if they deal with quarantine and Corona the way that we had to initially, and that we should still be doing with you know isolation, um, I think that would make for an interesting um couple episodes because if we get a lot of motherfuckers trapped in a house together where like does Lawrence have to choose between being trapped not trapped that's the wrong word being quarantined with Issa versus with Condola because she got his baby um and then does Amal get a bit more shine because maybe he's dating and now we have to deal with the pitfalls of maybe a hookup or a relationship you didn't think was going to last long now you're stuck together like I think that would be very interesting and then also with LA Putting in the protests with the history of the um, the the L.A. riots, that's a lot of that's a lot to build off of. Because hell, we got a lot of Nipsey Hustle in this episode episode this season. It may not have always been direct, like mm-hmm. this is us at his funeral, but we got like images of him, right? You know, so I think um, I trust this show to do well, but I think it's very interesting the shit that they have in their toy box now because the way 2020 has been going. If Issa learns how to fly like a superhero in season five, I'm going to just go with it because everything is fucking crazy. Right. Everything is crazy. Like, I don't, you know, if she, I would really love, and this is the nerd in me, for for season five to have a X-Men style TV show, but with black people. If we got- uh, That would be cool. Slave show. We got the looking for Latoya. Like, give me- Remember the sitcom with Bill Bellamy? Yes, 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 yes. That shit was give hilarious. Me Lisa, give me that. Give me a black X-Men, a black Avengers series playing in the background. You know, like I just I feel like there's so much that can be done that at this point, there's really nothing to predict that probably can't just who knows? Right. You know, that might be a whole episode about an ice cream truck. Who the fuck knows? It's so much shit. I would on. like for them to have something like a nerd thing, like a, a mutant. You know what I'm saying? Like a maybe even a cartoon show as well. Yeah, yeah, like no, for real. Um, 
yeah, I, I would like to see a bit more with Amal. And that, now I'm not even necessarily saying he got to have a whole, you know, fucking two or three episodes to himself because he's a side character, a supporting character. But that queer experience of someone in L.A. looks different from someone in Dallas, looks mm-hmm. different from someone in Atlanta, looks right. different from someone in New York. So I would like to see a bit more. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I want a bit more. Um, my biggest issue or one of my biggest issues with a lot of the indie web series that I've watched has been the handling of LGBTQAI community. Um, a lot of times what I've found is that if it isn't an explicitly gay production, when you get those characters involved, it's very lackluster Mm -hmm. or it's borderline stereotypical or it is very underwhelming with the incorporation to the storyline. It feels a lot like Friends going on for like 7 to 12 seasons and then finally on that last season getting Aisha Tyler to be one of the main cast characters' girlfriend. There's no black people in New York for seven, however many seasons. No, when we get to this last one, uh, and all no. of a sudden, have you have you ever been to New York? No, that look, <laughs> that's the. But that aside, I I I just I want it. I want it all. Hmm. I want it all. I want give me eight episodes, but give me like a, a hour long finale, or an hour long. No, give me an hour long finale. Give me. Either the the pilot, the first episode or the last. So give me something that's longer. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that would hurt the show. I, I think it would. Um, people continue to ask Issa to 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 extend it to an hour, but you get so like you get to the point so much better on these thirty minute. Like I love this show being thirty minutes because they get mm-hmm. to the point. We don't have filler. We have to get this show moving and we have it moves and it moves so much better if they draw this show out to an hour and let me retract well no 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 i'm I'm saying i'm not talking about your statement i'm saying there are so many people on social media that continues to be to continue to ask for this show to be an hour long but Mm -hmm. i really feel like doing every episode now i like your idea about either the first episode or the last episode being an hour long i like that but a lot mm-hmm. of people want every episode to be an hour. And I really need people to think about how this show would drag if they you have 30 minutes gets you through the episode yep. to the point, get you get you to where you need to get to and get you ready for next week. Yep, um, I gotta retra- at the beginning of this show, I said that 10 episodes were too many. I gotta retract that statement. I'm I'm wrong because too too much important shit happened in each episode. So I gotta take yeah. that statement back. I was wrong. Ten episodes was great. Um, I hope they keep that format. I hope they. I know they're gonna keep it at thirty minutes because I think it. The show flows a whole lot better. Um, mm-hmm. And and let me say something else too. Kerry Washington directed an episode. Oh and, yes. And Jay Ellis. Uh, they let Jay Ellis uh, direct the episode also. There were a lot yeah. of. There was a, a lot of black directors uh, this season. Um, but the the episodes that. Jay Ellis directed the Molly episode, which was beautifully shot and it looked amazing and everything worked. And I think Kerry Washington did the finale or was it the episode before the finale? 
I don't know, but I remember seeing her name because I was watching Little Fires Everywhere around the time that I watched whatever episode that was. So it may have been nine. I think she might have. Uh, Carrie Washington. Insecure. Which episode did she direct? Yeah, it was episode nine. You're correct. Yeah. And that was a very good episode also. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. I just I I enjoy that they're giving because I think Carrie Washington really just got into directing. She hasn't been directing long. Um, that might have been her first directing uh, situation too, but I don't I don't know for sure. I'm not 100 percent sure, so don't guys don't blame me for not knowing. But I mean, hell, she was on Scandal for so long. I'm sure she probably did at least one of them. But I I those two episodes stood out to me because when I seen the Molly episode, the all the all Molly episode, and the scene that Jay Ellis had had directed, I was like, this man knows how to shoot some shots. So, yeah, yeah. Just no, yeah. Just happy to see people getting opportunities outside of just acting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's to me, that's the carryover from those web series days. There are a shit ton of shows that I watched. And you'll see this reoccurring cast, or you'll see them build out this universe, mm-hmm. and the credits or the behind the scene extra footage is like, oh yeah, the nigga that's the lead fucking person in this episode, he also directed this shit. Like it's always so. I I really enjoyed that. Um, I really enjoyed that as well. And I'm man, this lists the fire under me to make me want to do better. I mean, it makes me want to just pump out more content and. It's not out of jealousy. It's out of being motivated because someone like me and somebody who I've been watching for so long is doing an amazing job and allowing for others to do amazing jobs as well. Like through their platform. Man, that's what I say. Like this creative shit that we're doing that everybody in this age is doing is just setting the stage for the motherfuckers that's coming behind. Hell, them kids doing TikToks about the shit. Think of when they get to be 30. Nigga, that, they nigga, that ain't number fine. Huh? <laughs> that ain't number fine. No, no, no. I mean, it is, but I'm saying like... That's their vine. Yeah. That's right? their vine. I think it's dope. I think it's dope, man. I, I think fuck, it's dope. Fuck the most. Damn. Um... um yeah, I'm Team Molly, Team Issa, Team Loris, Team Nathan. I'm Team Insecure, man. Cause this, this has been. I, I really want an episode where everybody comes back. And it, I, like, give me a fucking um, Infinity War type shit where everybody like cameos. Like Tasha come back. She ain't gotta have no big role, but just she's there. Uh, Lawrence and Issa is at the movies, and Tasha and the motherfucker sitting behind them. Like, just give me something where everybody. I- in every season, yeah. I think that'll happen when it's time to to shut it down. And I, yeah. And to be honest with you, I, and and this is just a cold, crazy prediction, but I, I really yeah. feel like this 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 show only has really two more seasons. Because if they go yeah. past two seasons, they're gonna jump the shark, and I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Now, what they can do, which I think would be so smart, is to actually have Issa get a new friend and have Issa get a new love interest and for a time kind of shift the cast. Now I ain't saying I want nobody to get their chicks, but make it so that there is a new Molly, so to speak, or a new Lawrence where Issa is now hanging out with these different people. So you shift the, the focus, like how we were saying about, um, uh, 
fucking Tobias being the big bad in every fucking season. Mm. Give me somebody else at least for half the season so I can miss this motherfucker. Um, or use Insecure as a moniker where, like you said, we got maybe two more seasons left. Let's flip that over now. Amal is the main character. Now Kelly is the main character or something. Because, yeah, I, I could see where I hope something new is coming up soon so that when this does eventually die down, we have this new thing to take its place. Well, to- the only other thing that they could do, and let me just say this, for a lot of the big shows that come on HBO, not every one of them, but, uh, uh, well, I think it was maybe one or two. Typically, shows like this, um, I think this show will get two more seasons and possibly a movie. Yeah, a movie would be great. Because I, would- I'm looking at Sex in the City as... Uh, an HBO oh, yeah. show that yeah. went so far and was so popular that they had to do. They did two movies for them. They and, didn't do three, or, did they, or maybe they did only do two. I was big into Sex in the City back in the day, but shit, I, I never got past the first season. I watched the first season. And I was like, eh, not See, for me. For me, it was. Um, I'm I'm a girl. I go for girlfriends all day long. Yeah, but girlfriends didn't get a movie. They didn't even really get a finale. No, for real. Oh, that's what the fuck I want to see. Don from I want to see Tony Childs as uh, Molly's uh, older cousin, Boss. Amy. So I don't. I don't give a fuck. I want both of them on screen together, hey, related. If we got, if we got Regine, man, say I'm for real. I want, I want them. We got Regine, so just saying. Jill Marie Jones, Yvonne Orji, come on. I mean, it would work. It would really work. Yes. Yes, the fuck it would. Yes, it sure the fuck would. I want to see them together. As sisters, cousins, best friends, something. They need to be related. That was the thing, one thing that really messed me up. And we're going past. Now we're outside of our comfort. We're going outside of what we usually talk about, (laughs) the the, the, the subject. But what really messed me up was we got a girlfriend's reunion on Blackish, but it really should have been on Insecure. If we yeah. would have got that oh, girlfriend's man. reunion on Insecure, nigga, let me tell you how happy I would have been if that would have happened. If those two worlds would have crossed paths, yes. Lord. Like, make them those, like, if you can, and I don't know what the rights and labels and whatever the fuck else. But if you could make them be the same, like if you can't call uh, um, Jim Marie Jones Tony Childs, but if you name that character Antoinette, like if you make but it so that that's how they go- did, it. that's how they did it on on Blackish. Like they didn't call them by their names; they were just reunited because of the. It was just the the four women who played the characters. Yeah, all ended up on Blackish. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they could have just did that with Insecure, and I would have, I probably would have cried. Even William, make William have him pop up on that shit too. I'm really gonna like, yeah, yeah. At this point, I, I think Insecure is the show that could get a girlfriend's reunion. You could get, uh, which this doesn't really tie in, but kind of does, a Martin reunion, a Fresh Prince reunion. I feel like you could use those black '90s shows and not use the same characters, but have that cast come on, even if it's for just a cameo. Issa is at, I don't know, the Mall of America and she bump into the, these rich motherfuckers from Bel Air. Like, I feel like there's so much that could be done. This is the show where you could get those reunions and work it in and make it make sense. And it's just the, 
a scene or two or a whole episode and get them in and get them out. I think this is the show that could do yeah. it. All I know is they're in the Living Sigma universe because we seen Regine. Yeah, no, and for she real. Still, and she still Ooh. look good. Yeah, with her annoying ass. I did that character was getting on my fucking nerves. Oh my god, damn, baby. I get it, but shit. Get the fuck out of here. Um yeah, and I would like to see a little bit more representation. Um, because if we got Andrew and his family, I get, it's I'm it's not how do I say this? It's not the responsibility of Issa to tell that story. But I do like that we got that representation in that was very other from us. Whereas any nor- any um, um, average show, you would have a cast of a bunch of white people mm-hmm. and you'd have your token Asian or black or whatever, and they would be there under the white umbrella. Mm-hmm. Whereas this show is all black. So you were getting a... Um, entry to Andrew's life through this black show where he's just speaking and again I don't know the language either I can't I can't recall what Andrew is but he's speaking in a native tongue and we're getting subtitles yeah but I feel like that could go a bit further what does if him and Molly get back together what does it look like at his house for a holiday with this black girl and then also his sister, who has clearly a drug problem or mm-hmm. had a drug problem, you know. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I like this show. God damn it, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I I, I told somebody on Twitter I tend to get too invested sometimes. Oh, are, are well, we doing? We got to. I mean, look at the world we live in. You gotta get invested in something. Shit, you need some type of distraction. God damn it. So I don't know, man. What you, what you got left from? You got any questions, comments, concerns? Um, I didn't know if we were doing winners of the season, losers of the season. Like, oh, yeah, let's do that. So, yeah. Um, so MVP of the entire season. Who do you think wins it, takes the cake, was the one who came out on top? Best story arc. Like, they are the MVP winner of season four. Uh, shit. That's a good question. Uh, I thought I was prepared to to make this answer but I'm gonna shit this is hard I got my answer nigga I was <sighs> I wanna I w- god damn it mm-hmm. I gotta go with Molly same same <laughs> that's what I got yes. like, I don't give a fuck if, yeah the Molly. reason the reason the reason I pick Molly is because Everything that happened throughout the season, and I think that when she came to the realization that the last scene of the of the of the the season is what got it for me, because yeah. she called and she was like, "I'm glad you called. I'm glad you came," and they sat down. We don't know what the conversation was, but it just to me in my mind, I'm like, they're finally getting an understanding. And shit. For me, it was so so much had happened that they hadn't talked about with each other this whole season. And I feel like, girl, I feel like it was like, girl, Andrew, me and Andrew broke up because of X, Y, and Z. Girl, Lawrence got a baby. What? You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking of the conversation. And for me to see Molly, for for Molly to call 
Issa and for them to have that conversation at a restaurant, no matter what the fuck they was talking about, that sold me on Molly and mm-hmm. seeing her being her improving and getting yeah. better. Yeah. And that's I wanted to say Issa, but then I was like, nah, this nigga really yeah, say, this nigga no. really had a, a shit ton of L's, even though she had a big victory in her career. <laughs> even though she had a big victory with the block party, that nigga took a whole lot of L's this season. A lot. A hell of a lot. And people were calling, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push, I'm not gonna um hide myself from from, from being one of these people. But people were like, Molly's a bitch. And I was like, you know what? Molly is a bitch this season. But mm-hmm. going back, and like I said, I, I, I bench-watched everything before we did the pod today. Going back and look at it like she was, but when she came to that realization and she was like, girl, like, let's just talk. And I was like, yeah. like I, I clapped. I literally, that part, mm-hmm. when that happened, I got up and I stood up and I clapped and People probably like this nigga's crazy, but yeah, I just that's how much I. There are some shows. There's not a lot of shows in my life that I get very invested in. It's I'm for real. There's not a lot of shows that I get invested in. There's a few shows yeah. in my life that I have I have I have an investment because I thought yeah. I wasn't even gonna. I, I'm sitting up here trying to watch. Uh, shout out to Shogun, my co-host on Government Name Podcast, who gave okay. me his password to be able to watch this shit. No, oh. but. I was really, I was watching this, the first few episodes, I was watching it by illegal means, and it wasn't yeah. the quality that I liked, and I was really, I was sad, and yeah. and and Shogun came through with the password, and I appreciate him so much. Yeah, um, same, same. But I, uh, I thought I was going to miss this season, and I was, I was like, well, maybe I can just, maybe I'll just get hbo go i'm trying to save money you know what i'm saying right. it was, <laughs> but it was like some shit you just some shit you just gotta like do yeah um but i'm so invested in this show and i love these characters so much and it's not a lot of shows there's only maybe a couple of the shows there's one of the show in particular the wire is probably really the only other show i've so yeah. I've, I've i've been i love that show i'm re-watching the wire now because it's a podcast actually um, it's a podcast with Jamel Hill and Van Lathan who they actually are rewatching it and they're doing deep dives into each episode. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing show there into season two. Um, but I love that show and it just gave me a reason. I'm rewatching it now and I'm like, yo, I, it's so much stuff that I'm seeing again. And I've seen The Wire several times. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking a lot. I'm, I'm babbling, but... <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I Insecure is one of those shows where um, it just makes me feel it as a black man and as a black person uh, with so much shit that happens. Insecure gives me a, a bit of, of, of looking at us as being normal people and going yep. through normal situations. Uh, it, it, and, and I enjoy that show for, for that reason. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, yeah. It, people can say what the fuck they want to say about that don't really happen. Bullshit. I, I feel like yeah. the the situations that they have on this show is, are real. I think it, it does happen in in parts of in America in the black community, and we need more shows like this. So I'm just yeah. super invested in this show, and I love this show so much. And so when shit happens on here, I cheer, I laugh, I I stand up, I clap, I applaud. I just I'm rooting for this show because. <laughs> 
It's just a show that's needed. It's it's yeah. the show is fucking needed. We need it. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck what anybody says. I think this is one of the few shows, sitcoms or whatever you want to call this 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 show. This is one of the few shows that we have that actually portrays us in in very different light than what we usually yeah. get. And I I 150% appreciate that. Yeah. No same. I I co-sign everything you said. Molly included. She was the best. Um, I watch so much CW that when I watch an Insecure, it's almost like a culture shock. Like, oh yeah, they can they can show us how we really are. It ain't no buff black nigga, evil dark skinned man, and the token light skinned uh, black woman. So yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I really enjoy Insecure. Um, Molly was the MVP. She the one I felt like grew the most. Mm-hmm. She the one who had the most change in her character. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell, you're going to therapy. You went through a, a breakup. You had your first long-term relationship that, though, ended poorly. I feel like she's coming out of this knowing more about herself and knowing more of questions to ask and conversations to have mm-hmm. going forward right. with the next motherfucker that, you know, I think she's just the sum of her experiences. And I think this one really... This couple with therapy, couple with reaching back out to your best friend, yeah, I think she um she she got it for me. Mm-hmm. Yvonne was the winner. Yeah, there's no there's no denial. No. Oof. I don't know. I don't know. For them. That, was, <laughs> that was some shit. Ugh. Oh man, that was it, it. Was good. It was a good season for me. It was. It was. It was a good. It was. It was a very good season and. I'm looking forward to whatever she gives us for season five because I want more. Me too. I want more of that shit. Me too. Yes. Well, what you got? I, I don't have anything else, man. I, I think I think we've covered everything. We might have missed a couple of episodes, but it's fine. We were just doing uh, an overview of the season. Yeah. So well, I don't got nothing else. You got anything else? No, I don't. Uh, you motherfuckers out there, use the hashtag OS Insecure. Tell us what y'all got. What, what else you got for us? Uh, tweet us. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm. I think I'm. I said all I could say. <laughs> do, 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 do. All, all that I, I can say. say. Go ahead, <laughs> well, uh, I, Rain, I appreciate you having me on again. Uh, yes. Yes. We do this. We we do this when when black with black lightning. But it seems like we make magic happen no matter what podcast we do. Man, say, man, say, true that. Well, uh, let things uh, find Negro and Negro adjacent folks. Let them know <laughs> where they can find you and support you and uh, guys. I I have a podcast I do with uh, my co-host. His name is Shogun. We're called a Government Name Podcast. We're part of the beautiful. BYK Radio Podcast Network, which mm-hmm. Rain mm-hmm. Coleman is a part of, and also Sid Davis with the Social Introvert. Um, yes. But we um, and uh, we do a podcast that comes out every Tuesday. If you want to hear, now I I'm I'm a little bit different on on that show. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can catch me every Tuesday. Also, if you would like to tweet me, uh, hit me up on Twitter at Cole Jackson One Two, or you can see what I look like on IG. At Cole Jackson underscore BYK. Yes, 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 y'all. And you don't stop. That will be on the uh, the links will be in the show notes as as per usual. And for me, Carefree Blurred on Twitter, Carefree Black Nerd, all other social medias. 
Um, use the hashtag OS Insecure. Let us know what you think, what you thought. If you loved it, you hated your predictions. Uh, we missed anything. You agree, you disagree. Let us know all of that. Um, yeah, y'all, until next time or until next season, I guess. Mm. Stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay insecure, and uh, stay on top of your mental health, folks. You know, Please. Black Lives Matter and uh, all you black people, I love y'all, man. Black people specifically, I love y'all. I love us for real. I do too. Who was in it though? Derek. Derek. Derek was in it. Derek was in it. That's what's great, I think, at the door when you guys have that moment together where you've never let Derek see the other side of that, right? And I think even not wanting to answer the door, right? How do I face this man who I typically am together for? I don't want him to really see me like this because what does that mean? You know, how will he see me now going forward? It still gives me chills thinking about it because it was so real about a husband and wife who do need to see each other, but it's it's scary. You know why else it gives you chills? Because that was acting, baby. Acting. <laughs>